welcome to episode five of If That Makes Sense, Family hey. Life Original Podcast. I have We're that there. many fingers on this hand. That's how many we've done. Yep, V, as our Roman friends would say. Right. I'm Tim. I'm Aaron. I'm Mary. My name's Robbie. And we're here for a very fun and not stressful at all topic. No. We're talking about, air quotes here, finding God's will for my life. Just imagine them. They're there. Yeah, they look really good, just so you know. <laughs> and air quotes. That's like this concept that should be, you think about it, God's will. God's our father. We're his children. That should be really stress-free, right? Like joyful, life-giving. I just want to know feelings. What, what's the feeling you get when you hear that phrase? I'm jumping. I'm just going to say, I think most of us that are in this demographic that are like, oh, young Christian person, we want to know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's stressful sometimes because we're like, I want to please God. I really, really do. But mm-hmm. how do I know that this or that or the other thing is what he wants? Because I, I, I want to hear that well done, good and faithful servant. So I think it stresses us out because we're like... <gasps> If I get it wrong, mm-hmm. he's not going to be, exactly. he still loves me because it's, you know, unconditional, but he won't love me as much as if I follow his whatever. So mm-hmm. I think that's why it's. Yeah. And then it doesn't help when people say, oh, when you, when when it's God's will, you'll know. It's not always the case. But I don't that. know. <laughs> what do I do? I just don't know. Yeah. Well, you'll know when you get there. Um, okay. Um, I still don't know yet. <laughs> Have I missed something? Does everybody else see it but me? And it fits into so many different categories, too, because it's like God's will for am I supposed to date this person or God's will? Am I supposed to take this job or God's will? Am I, I feel like it's it becomes tricky because it's this whole broad thing mm-hmm. that that's like it's everywhere you look. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so creepy. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, that day yeah, I had yeah, definitely um, I. I, I think that idea of getting it wrong, that's what's mm-hmm. always given me the most grief. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's if, you, if you fail this test, you fail life. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay then. <laughs> As they say, no pressure. Yeah, right. <laughs> no pressure. I think for me the struggle sometimes becomes like, okay, what what do I want versus what does God want? So if I look at, okay, I'm in this particular situation and this this it's two options. There's I can take this job or I can go to college. And so this is my, this is my personal experience talking here. And it's like, well, what do I – am I – if I take this job, is that just because – what if I'm just being lazy and I'm like, I don't want to mm-hmm. go to college because mm-hmm. that's work and I have to write mm-hmm. essays and do these things and I don't want – is that why I'm choosing to take the job because I, I, would, I don't want to do this? Because what if God's up there like – I really want you to take this job, but you're just not doing it because (laughs) you're lazy. Or is it like, no, I'm taking this job because I think this job fits my skill set well. And this job is what I like to do. And it's doing it with the people Mm -hmm. I like. And that was a big struggle for me, even in choosing this job. Like, Mm. do I do this or this? Because it was like, am am I forcing myself to believe that this job is God's will because it's what I want and I think I don't want this? Or And yeah. so I feel like, ooh, that in my personal life yeah. was a struggle. There's something I, I feel like we have as Christians where we think God's will should be the one we don't want to do more. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a really interesting point. And um, I, I've heard you reference, Aaron, a book that you read like about this whole topic. And it has a super cool title that's really thought-provoking. Yes. Uh, so the book is called Finding God's Life for My Will. And it was written by the lead singer of 10th Avenue North, Mike Donahue. He basically starts out that book by telling his story of how he 
came to be the lead singer of this band. And along the way, he talks about how he felt that God was calling him to all these different things. So he had lots of great quotes in there. So I'll probably bring them up Mm, (laughs) as we go through. Uh, One of the first things in the book that really spoke out to me was he was talking about God's will for marriage. Because he was like, I dated this girl for five years. And it was four years too long. (laughs) And he said... I didn't want to commit to marrying her because what if that wasn't God's will? What if I was jumping the gun? What if I ended up marrying this girl and then a few years down the road, I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of like that other girl. Oops, sorry, God, I made a mistake. That was the one you had for me. So I think now would be a good time to mention his one quote that he had. He said, I've come to believe that God is much less interested in what we do with our lives Mm. and much more concerned with how and why we live our lives. Mm. And that, that brings me over to you because you made a really interesting comment um, when we were talking one time about the types of will like oh yeah and I would love to tap Mm. into that because it's like that's one thing is oh who do I marry God's will Mm -hmm. versus what other kinds exactly yeah there's there's um uh traditionally there's there's three kinds of God's will in quotations that people have have decided there are (laughs) (laughs) uh the first one is predestined will so it's the idea that every single thing that ever happens is predestined by God and he planned it and he put it there and it happened just the way that he needed it to so that everything worked out like a puzzle. And then the second one Mm -hmm. is preferred will and it's how he would prefer things to go. So he has an overall plan, but he's not like, what's the word, micromanaging. Right. So I would Um, say like, well, he doesn't prefer for you to... (laughs) To right. wreck your life in this sin or that sin or whatever, exactly. he can use it in his overall plan. But exactly. he's not saying, "Oh, I hope they sin now," or "I'm gonna, t- <laughs> I'm gonna tempt." We know God does not tempt. We right. know this Amen. in scripture, yes. so yes. we know. Okay, he may use that temptation, but he's not wanting you to fall into the sin so that you get from A to B to C, so you wind up at D. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The preferred. Exactly. And then there's uh, the third one, which is permissive will, um, which is. Uh, where God is allowing us to choose what we want to do and things that come from those choices and eventually they lead into where he wants um, them to be. So, yeah, those are the the three things. Uh, Thanks, Bible school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We get really big, cool words for things. It's like, oh, it's like this and this and this. Exactly. Yeah. But, man, though, that's so important to know, like, you you used this phrase earlier or something like it. Like, don't give yourself that much credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you stress out about this. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I think I even I might even mentioned on the podcast already, but I, I really think of Jonah. It's like it just reminds me like he <laughs> went the way and like sinned because mm-hmm. God was like, go this way. And he's like, no. And God, and he tried to kill himself by drowning in the ocean. And mm-hmm. God was like, no, I will get you to where I need you to be. And so I feel like that's exactly. like, okay, I don't have to stress too much because I I do want to know what he, I'm trying to follow. That. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, and like we were saying, don't give yourself so much credit. Like with the case of Jonah, mm-hmm. 
he didn't mess up God's plan. God, <laughs> it still happened the way God planned it to. It just took a little detour first before we got to the final thing. And and as long as you're trying to follow God's will, yeah, and and your your mind is there, and you're in the Word and praying and just right. trying to have a, a close relationship with God, then. As long as we're searching for God, he's going to lead us where we need to go. Yeah. And we don't have to stress about it. I call, if I can be the guy who says, I call it this, I call it the (laughs) X marks the spot fallacy. We treat God's will sometimes like there's one, Mm -hmm. the soul mate or the chosen job or or this Mm -hmm. thing. And we've got to find that X marks the spot on the Mm -hmm. treasure map. And God's like, I've made it very hard. It's a really, really like, I won't even give you hot and cold. It's just like, you've got to find it. (laughs) But it's not like that. Like you said, it's okay. Wait, if I want this. And if God wants this, then we're, I'm, I'm going to be working alongside him and figuring out what he's got planned for me. So if it's, it, I guess, a kind of transitional question, if it's not finding a singular point on a map right. that God mm-hmm. has hidden, one thing that you've got to find, that's right. his will for this and for this. <laughs> if it's not that, and we've already kind of touched on it, what is it? Seeking, mm-hmm. finding God's will. Like, where mm-hmm. do you start when, you, with any decision? Where, what do you start with when you're right? What's God's will? I'm gonna throw in another quote here. <laughs> do it. How uh, about it? <laughs> this time, uh, he said, Mike said, "I see God's will like a choose-your-own-adventure storybook. The beginning mm-hmm. and the end of the story are decided, but we are given the option of which direction we'll take to get to the end of the story." Mm-hmm. And I think this ties in well with what we were saying previously, where with Jonah, he chose to run away to go to Tarshish instead of Nineveh. Mm-hmm. But the end of the story was already written, so he ended up in Nineveh. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so he couldn't change that. But I think that's like our overall life is like that. Like God gives us the freedom to choose if we want to marry this person or that person. But as long as we are seeking to follow him, like the previous quote said, he's concerned with how we live our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I was going to come to that, too, that idea of like, well, what do you know? Like, well, you you know God wants you to live a holy life. You know God wants you to tell other people about him. You know God wants you to remain pure and remain faithful and pray for the other saints. And, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, well, I think one place we can start is with what we know to be true of, well, I know, yes. was a, you may know God's w- perfect and pleasing will for your life. Is that, I don't mm. know if that's on one of those. It's not, but mm. that's like, well, it might be, but that's a good one. <laughs> right. We've got some scriptures we, we were like, okay, these are some, these are some heavy hitters right mm-hmm. here. And I don't know if we included that one mm-hmm. in our little list, but definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And starting with what you know. Yeah. There's so many verses in the Bible that, that emphasize this point that as long as we're we're searching for God and following after him he will lead us where he wants to go for example uh Psalm 37:4 delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart and and there's just mm, like love that one I've found like 5 Tim printed out a, a list of like <laughs> 10 or something like that there's so many verses in the Bible that emphasize that point and none of them are about finding a mystical one thing that's out there. <laughs> and exactly. if your heart's in the right spot, then you're probably wanting the things he wants. Because it's exactly. like, oh, the desires of your right, heart. Right. Well, my heart is full of evilness. <laughs> so there's sure. things I want I shouldn't want. Sure. But if I'm really latched on to him and what he wants, then mm-hmm. the desire of my heart really should be to, to seek and to follow him. 
and <laughs> that's what he's gonna give me. I have, okay, so this isn't a quote, Aaron. I'm sorry, I can't live up to that. But I'm gonna <laughs> paraphrase something from from a humanities class of all things. Wow. So, uh, this actually do come in handy for something. I do, right? <laughs> what? Right? <laughs> Stick with the humanities. <laughs> so Exodus 4 is the burning bush uh, story where mm -hmm. Moses is running, like Jonah, running away from God's will. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm out of Egypt. I'm just going to go hold down the job as a shepherd. And like, <laughs> and God invades like he does. And he's there in a burning bush. And they have this conversation. And one of the things that, um, one of the things God says to him when he's like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I'm not sure. I'd be, they're not going to listen to me. Who's going to believe that I've talked to God when he tells him to go back into Egypt and, and rescue his people? Uh, God says to him, what's in your hand? And it's his staff. And he, he has, I'm, I'm paraphrasing there, but uh, in, he has him throw it down and he does a miracle with it. Beside the point, though, the, the point that this professor made was what God asks him when he calls him to do this amazing thing. Mm -hmm. How can I ever do this thing you've asked me to do, God? He doesn't tell him, well, I'm going to give you all these other things. He says, "What what's in your hand right now? Where are you right now? What have you been given? You've got a shepherd's staff. Okay, well, trust me and throw it on the ground and I'll do something miraculous with it. Mm. And you know, that's one way you can take that passage and there's a bigger story going on there. But what I think is really important about that is this principle of if you're wondering like, what's my next step? Where do I go? The big thing is like, where's God put you right now? What can you do for him where you're at right now? What are those things that are right in front of you? And what do you already know from scripture? Like what's obvious? What are the mm -hmm. basics? How mm -hmm. can you love God where you are? How can you love right. others where you are? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I really like that. And um, finally, this might be my last quote, but no. I'm not going to make any promises. <laughs> Quotes are good, uh, man. Another quote that stuck out to me in this book that I had read was goes right along with that, which I think is really interesting. It says, God loves us when we don't have all the answers, but we act as though we trust that he does. Mm. Mm. So like Moses didn't have all the answers, but God did. And so he said, just trust me and throw your staff down and... Yeah, touch the water and it'll turn to blood and all these other things. I think one thing to keep in mind in trying to find God's will is it's really easy to be paralyzed with fear about what the next step should be. Mm. And and very often it's so easy to just stop and just be like, okay, God, show me the next step. I'm not going to move until you do. But that's not how it works typically. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> typically, um, something that my uh, dad would say to me all the time, an object in motion stays in motion. Mm, so yep. if you're in a car and you want to turn, but you're not going anywhere, how are you going to turn? <laughs> how are you going to go anywhere? So the idea practically from that is just start heading in a direction where you feel like it mm -hmm. might go somewhere. And if that's not what God wants you to do, he will move you right. into the direction that he needs you to be in. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. And I feel like I've ex in my long life experience, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've I feel like I've found that to be true because I've I have found myself in spots where it's like, oh, no, this chapter just ended. Mm -hmm. Now what? 
Mm-hmm. And it's really tempting to just sit there and be like, I'm waiting for the next thing to fall from the sky. And it it won't. And it's one of those <laughs> things where you have to, like you said, well, pick, pick something. Yeah. Do something. Something is better than just waiting for the heavens to open. Like, I... <laughs> I wish it was that way. It would yeah. be really be nice. So much easier. But <laughs> Wouldn't it, though? I, it's one of those things where I think you just have to say, I really don't know, but I'm going to try this. And that was my situation. I was like, I don't know, but I'm I'm going to try this. Mm-hmm. And then I did. And I started doing this thing. And then halfway through this thing, I got a phone call and someone was like, here's an offer for this. And I was like, okay. And then I took that <laughs> offer and that offer led to another, led to another. And, you know, and you, you see the path. But if I had just stayed and waited it wouldn't have gone mm-hmm. anywhere exactly exactly god gave us a brain he expects <laughs> us to use it <laughs> yes. you want to know what his will is yeah. well there's a supercomputer that's inside of your head <laughs> exactly it's really smart it can read his word can you mm-hmm. put the pieces together here <laughs> So here's a just like a turn in the car within the topic of God's will, because I feel like we've covered a lot of good ground here. God's will in things that seem tragic. Like, wait a minute. I don't understand why. How could this possibly be? I don't understand how this could be God's will. And so I think that's another that's a whole nother, this tree, it's this tree with all these branches. It's like, well, we spent some time on this limb, but here's sort of the opposite side. Like, okay, wait, how could that? Right. I don't understand how this Mm -hmm. could be God's will. Yeah. Well, actually, just this morning, we were talking about Job. We were having a conversation about Job. Yeah, we were. And that's like a big part of that book is like when tragedy or suffering and unspeakable, like, how could this be okay? God, how could this happen? When those things happen, because they do, that's the world we live in. Mm -hmm. The answer is, in a way, that we don't get an answer. Hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, that, That God doesn't explain to Job ever why what happened happened. He just says, do you, do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. Do you, and he describes himself and he describes what he's like. And, and then Job, after having that encounter with God, he's satisfied. He doesn't need like, oh, all okay, the answers okay. for why. <laughs> and I think that's all we're left with sometimes. Is it, it's a mystery. Aaron's plugging a book. I'm plugging a book. Laura's story. She wrote a book <laughs> called When God Doesn't Fix It. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, it's a really good the story. Movie. Read it. Read it. Listen to it. I listen to it. I listen to stuff. You're listening to a podcast. So obviously you listen to stuff. You can listen to it. I'm playing anyway, both, Job. It's um and she talks about that, but um she says it's so easy to get stuck in the question, well, why did this happen? Why in her case did my husband have this problem with his brain? We were following you. We were doesn't obedience always bring blessing? We were doing all the right stuff. Why does There's a song about this exactly. if you don't hear it? <laughs> yeah, no. So the big point she brings up is a better question is how. Because why? Well, even if God told you why, you may not even like the answer. So a better question <laughs> huh. is how can I use this situation mm-hmm. to further my walk with Christ, mm-hmm. to share the goodness of God with other people. And so it's like, it's so tempting to be like, but why? But why? And she's like, no, no. How? How? How can I use it? How can I use it? How can I use it? So. Yeah. Yeah. 
we see that also in the Bible, which mm, that's such a good book. It's a good book. Yeah, yeah. that plug. Plug that book. Right I also listen to that book. It's <laughs> yeah. filled with lots of great quotes. Let me tell you. Uh, so uh, in Genesis, when mm. the story of Joseph, mm-hmm. yeah, that didn't make sense to him at the time. He was lucky enough to be able to experience why God put him through all those things because he saw the end results. Sometimes that doesn't always happen for us, but mm-hmm. he was able to see the end result of that. And he didn't just say, God, why are you doing this? He said, how can I use this to glorify you? And he Mm -hmm. just followed God's will Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. loving him and acting as God would want him to act in those situations. And he ended up saving probably millions of people. We don't know exactly how many, but he saved the yeah. He saved his own family. And doing his best with where he was. Like you're saying, what's in your hand? Yeah. Well, you're a slave. All right. Well, you better be the best slave you possibly <laughs> what be. What can right? you do with that place that you've been yeah. put? And that's yeah. that scripture with, that he's talking to his brothers. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, yeah, what you, in, you intended to harm me by selling me into slavery. But God <laughs> intended for good to accomplish what is now being done, mm-hmm. the saving of many lives. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only can that be applied to his life, but also our lives, the things that we go through, no matter what they were, no matter how hard they were, they've formed us and our minds to be the people we are today. And even if we don't see why those things happened, we can Mm -hmm. still take those experiences and even if it's just relating to another person who went through the same thing, it, we can use it to further the kingdom. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. If you want to hear more good stuff like this, we invite you to uh, check it out at fln.org slash podcast. You can also find, if that makes sense, anywhere you listen to podcasts like Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, all of those, and subscribe. If you have your own thoughts, suggestions, topics, or things you might want to hear us cover in the future, you can shoot us a recommendation via mail at fln.org. So subscribe if you liked what you heard, and please share it with a friend also if that's the case. And we hope to talk with you in the next one. 